The scale means that we have to start looking at how we can replace you in daily systems and operations. How can we help grow a lean productive team and then create lifetime value and retention systems to lessen the amount of marketing that you have to do from pillar two and then still increase your revenue. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode, episode 90 of the Freedom Found podcast, which is just wild to say. I just got back from the gym and I have been keeping a consistent routine and I always feel so, so much more fresh, more clear when I work out. And I've been looking forward to sitting down to record this episode literally all week because my team and I have been keeping so much to ourselves over the last four months. I feel like maybe it's the quietest period of time I've ever had in entrepreneurship because usually I'm sharing a lot more of what's going on behind the scenes, but I've been working hard on two projects behind the scenes of the Casey brand and one of them One of them I get to tell you about today, which is why I am just so freaking pumped. But before we get into that, I want to give some context to that. And I want to share with you some of the learnings that I've really distilled from my overall journey building the Casey brand into the multi six figure and growing business that you see today, because that's how big these surprise projects are like, like huge things that I've been working on behind the scenes. So It is about time to share them with you, but before we get into that, I wanna give some context and share with you these learnings. And my hope in sharing these findings is that it will help you in some way or another along your own journey. You know, help you in building what you wanna build, the life and the business. And my goal is always to provide the insights and the context that will help you create the same growth that you want hopefully surpass my growth at some point because that's what I believe the best teachers and mentors are in it for. You know, it's not to share something so that you can get where I am. It's to share something that I struggled with that then I spent months and years laboring over to figure out the best path so then you can take it, implement it in a much shorter amount of time and be able to quickly grow into and pass what I learned to get me to that stage, right? So you can get there quicker and then move on to the next stage, right? And then I'll be there continuing to share my findings in that stage and help you either by pulling you up or maybe I'm pushing you through to the next ceiling to go beyond, you know, that stage. So there are a lot of times on this podcast where I reference my journey and what has worked what hasn't worked. In fact, actually, one of the most popular episodes in the last six months, if you look at our analytics, is titled what we did that worked and it's a total transparent look at my growth strategies from 2022 so that's just an example if you haven't listened to that definitely go back it is a gem 
And that's an example of really what I want this space to be. A transparent place to be to share my journey and help you come up along this journey with me and surpass me, you know, into whatever it is that you want to do. So because there are these resources already on the podcast, because I've talked about my journey a lot, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty and go in depth on every little detail of this growth because you can find that in the archives. But what I am going to do is actually talk about from an overview, big picture viewpoint, what I learned as I distilled these lessons down. So I distilled all of these learnings and I have identified four key pillars that I found to be vital elements necessary for growth, especially if you want to grow at a scalable level. You know, these are the pieces that I found through so much trial and error that create certainty as you build and scale a business. And as I refined these and as I adjusted and I learned what they are and all the inner workings of each of them and perfected them, and it's still a process in doing that, I'll say. But as I've done this, I've created more growth and momentum in my brand. So I just want to pass this knowledge on to you today and really break down these four key pillars. Then at the end of this, I have got a huge announcement for you. So stick around for these learnings until then, because you're not going to want to miss that where I dive into one of the two of the big secret things that I've been working on the past few months. So if you've been trying to grow your copywriting business and feel like you're on a plateau of revenue or reach or lead generation or time, If you're the bottleneck of your agency or stuck in solo work with your clients or trying to create digital offers for passive income, and if any element of this is just not working, I can guarantee that it falls into one of these four categories. I know because I have been there, I have hired the mentors, I have done the work, I have figured it out, and it is always one of these four pillars that either need creating from scratch because they're missing altogether or optimizing, which is what it usually is, either optimizing and refining and tweaking within your business or creating from scratch. So this is my four-part certainty builder framework. And I say certainty builder framework because the only times I've been able to build certainty within my business, right, predictable leads and revenue and growth is by having these four pieces in place they're essential. So they are certainty builders if you want to grow and scale. You know, these four pieces of this framework are what, when you have in place, create a cycle of success that you can come back to and repeat optimization through different stages of growth. So let's say from your first six figures to your second, to your first half a million, like these are cyclical and you'll understand as we get into them what that looks like. So let's just dive right in then. The very first essential pillar you need for scalability within your copywriting business, this is something that was probably, let me just say, my biggest issue for the first two years of my business, my biggest issue. And the funny thing is, is I did not know that this is what the issue was. Like I laugh so hard about this just because it's all hindsight, right? And I think that's the beauty of being able to share this with you today. That's why I really like sharing this information and making this content for you is because it often sheds light. And this is what I've loved so much about working with with mentors in the past as well as I always say, you know, I love it when somebody can spot my blind spots when I'm not aware that they exist. That's literally why they're called blind spots. And that's what this was for me, a huge blind spot. I didn't even know it was an issue in my business. And it was the thing that if only I had known, and I had had support in executing that I think I would have saved me like literal years 
at minimum many months in the long run. And this is what it is. Pillar number one. It's in creating one irresistible offer to scale. One irresistible offer to scale. And here's the thing. If you are trying to master both executing and selling more than two, three, five, or hell, even 50 offers I've had some clients come to me with wanting to create and sell over like the next year of working together. If you have had that many and if you have been trying to master more than two offers with what you currently have at hand, the revenue that you're making, I'm going to put this at businesses that are earning less than 250k, hell, I would even say less than $500,000 in their business, okay? Your business model is not going to work. Because in order to do that successfully, in order to sell two, five, 10, 20 offers, you need the bandwidth to pull it off. It's like this. Imagine there's a lemonade stand at the end of the neighborhood cul-de-sac, okay? You know that the savvy fifth grader behind the stand has the best recipe around. You like supporting her lovely entrepreneurial spirit and the product is always right there when you need it on the most warm of summer days. And she's known for giving you a moment of reprieve against the heat of the day. Now imagine, instead of this lemonade-only stand, she starts selling everything in her parents' garage. She's like, okay, well, I can sell lemonade. I can sell all these other things too. Everything she can get her hands on, right? Old TVs, dishes, toys, lamps, you name it. It's an all-out garage sale every damn day. Now intrigued, you go once. You have a look around and maybe you even purchase an old record player, let's say something her dad is definitely going to miss when he finds out that it's gone. And then every day, all summer long, she sits out there. She's at the end of the street. She's selling so much that you don't even know what she had. You know, so you've checked it out that one time. But at this point, she has so much on offer that she literally does not know the details of all of it, the specifications, the features of the products to adequately answer customer questions, nor the bandwidth to advertise all the items that she has on sale to bring in the new cars down to the end of her lane. So what happens is this, the neighborhood starts to lose interest, right? After you go your first time, maybe your second Saturday, and you're like, oh, this is fun. Then you're like, okay, we kind of, we, we know, but also don't know what she has down at the end of the lane. And you quit going and other people quit going. Why? Because there's no relevancy. Now, let's backtrack for a quick second. The only reason someone engages in marketing or buys an offer is because of relevancy. It is relevant to them in this very moment in time. So the content that you're putting out or the offers that you're putting out in order for somebody to engage with them, they need to be relevant to the person on the the receiving end, to the person that you want to read that blog post, to the person that you want to buy that course. It needs to be relevant to what they need right now. That is the only reason someone engages in marketing, okay, or in purchasing an offer. And if your target market doesn't know what you have on offer because you can't adequately support the marketing and the legion necessary to sell, say, 5, 10, or 20 different items, the result is low product awareness and therefore low relevancy and therefore low sales. On the flip side, I know that there's a lemonade stand at the end of the street because I see her flyers up day in and day out saying lemonade, best lemonade, only the freshest ingredients. And on a hot summer day, they are there. 
She's got streamers, she's catching my attention, right? And so I head down there because it's relevant to me and what I need right now and I know that she is damn good at her job. But if your business is offering more than two things without the scalable capacity to support it, so I'm talking without a scaled team and systems and marketing budget, then you are not gonna have the right leads coming in, right? It is likely then time if that's the case, to refine what you're doing, right? If you have more than two offers going out to the world right now, it's likely time to refine what you're doing. It doesn't mean you need to get rid of all your other offers. It can sometimes mean focusing on a couple. It can sometimes mean niching into getting brand awareness built up or product awareness built up around one primary offer and then having the other offers support. There's lots of different ways to do this, but primarily what this means it is time to refine what you're doing from a public lens and turn one of your services or products into an irresistible offer to scale one irresistible offer to scale build authority around that offer and then create an undeniable transformation and experience for them and you'll have so much more success than if you're trying to create a scalable product suite when you're not in that phase of growth right now and what i mean by this is because this is a whole nother conversation i am a huge advocate for creating scalable ascension model product suites that is important what we often get wrong one of one of my early mistakes was thinking that meant launching a new offer every three to six months and now I'm fleshing out my product suite. The problem with that is you can't keep up with the offers in the same way that you're trying to create demand for them, right? You literally need to be able to have the runway and let's say the cadence of releasing new offers in order to, in the in-between time, build up your audience, your marketing plan, your sales systems, so many other facets in order to then even be able to do fulfillment for what you're offering. So fulfillment on your services or your products. So there's nothing wrong with doing that. I do advise you to have that planned out. That's something I do still within my own business. If you look at you know my five-year plan, you'll see the other things planned out over the next years that even you won't hear about as an audience member yet, right? But I know that it's coming. And so that means in the interim, then I can plan, okay, what are the next pieces in order to create this cohesive product suite? So that's a small side tangent, but if you had that on your mind, I just wanna let you know it is okay still to have that, but it's about creating a timeline that is stretched out further than probably what you think it is in order to make a successful debut of everything and make sure that everything has adequate like legion and revenue coming in before you move on to the next thing. So this isn't really about creating anything except an offer so good that your ideal customers would feel stupid saying no to it. That's what I mean by an irresistible offer. It is so relevant and so perfect for what they need right now that it makes it an easy yes for both them and you to serve. Now, once you have an irresistible offer to scale, then what you need is pillar number two. This is high quality lead generation. So there's really no point in bringing the wrong leads to you. None at all. I know social media will make you think that vanity metrics are important, but they are not. We do not care how many likes you're getting on posts if they are not from your ideal client, right? They will take up your time and leave you wondering why no one is buying or why people are objecting to your price point. So all we want to do is flip this around from just saying quantity of legion, right? Into saying high quality lead generation. So here's what I've seen from most copywriters. And I want you just to listen carefully to see if this is you. 
I have seen a lot of copywriters come my way and they ask me for help in growing their business and I ask about their lead generation. In fact, it's one of the questions on some of my application forms where I'm asking, okay, how are things going in the business right now? Where are leads coming from? Tell me a little bit about the flow that you're experiencing to which they often respond, oh, I don't have a lead gen problem. I actually have plenty of leads coming in, just no one that's a good fit for my offer or has the budget to pay my prices. To which I say, my friend, that is a lead gen problem. So it's not just about numbers, my point is, it's about making sure that you have the quality of leads that are required for your service or your product that you are selling, right? This is one of the hardest aspects of business to nail down, creating rinse and repeat marketing that doesn't take up all of your time and yields high quality leads at your door on a regular basis. That's like just goals right there, right? So what we want is to take you from feeling like you are slaving away all day on social or doing 200 cold pitches a month or second guessing everything that you're sending out and then dial in instead on not just creating any lead gen system, because if you're not getting the quality and the quantity of leads that you want right now, then your system isn't working. And then that's when we say, okay, now we're gonna create a system that yields the right number of leads to fill the right number of spots month after month. Then you get this beautiful relationship between this and the next pillar, okay? So just to recap, first irresistible offer, next high quality legion, and pillar number three is your predictable sales mechanism. So sometimes in my past journey, what I would do is I would like say, oh, okay, well, I'm not um, hitting the sales numbers that I want. I'm going to put more energy and time into marketing or, oh, wow, like I want to make sure that I can hit like this client number or project number or work on this type of project. So I'm going to dial in and I'm going to focus on creating a new offer, right? And I'm going to build a new offer. I'm going to launch that to my audience and I'm going to sell, let's say a new copy service or a new workshop or whatever that is. Okay. Each one of those examples is literally me just not seeing the real problem, thinking that it was something else, essentially misdiagnosing myself, thinking it was something else. So when I should have been focusing on really optimizing my sales mechanism or even creating one in the first place, I was instead focusing on over-marketing. Or when I really should have been focusing on marketing, I was thinking what I needed to do was create a brand new offer. Each one of those scenarios, and I could list like 20 more that I actually like went down and did, but all around the same areas. Each one of the times that I did that, what happened was a misdiagnosis on my end, which took me down a path of really just like long-windedly figuring out that I had misdiagnosed myself. So there are a lot of learning lessons there. Of course, you've probably experienced some of these, and I think that they're some of the most valuable experiences or pieces of knowledge that you can pick up on. So if you haven't experienced this or if you're ready to not keep experiencing it, then I really hope that this conversation can just shed that light for you so you can start to pick up on those mistakes before you make them. So pillar number three, predictable sales mechanism, is something that it might come in sequential order. All of these can be done, A, B, C, D, right? But it also might be given your current circumstances that you need to jump here and fix this first, or you need to jump to pillar number two and fix that first, or jump to pillar number four and fix that first, and then pillar number one, and then pillar number three. Like these are not a step-by-step -step unless you are missing them in that order. So I'm just giving that out there as a disclaimer that you might right now need to skip over to holy moly, creating a predictable sales mechanism. So once you think about it this way, 
How many times have you ever felt excited for a sales call only to get on one and then off one and wait and wonder, where are they? Why didn't they book with you? Because they seemed so interested on the call. Everything was jiving, things were going well, they said it sounded good, you sent the proposal, and then nothing. So I'm raising my hand right now because I can't even tell you how many times that happened to me as well. And when I started to pick up on this, I realized it's not just enough to pull leads in. This might be the most forgotten piece of all four of these. This really isn't just about pulling leads in but you need to bring the right leads in and then convert them through a seamless tailored sales mechanism designed for you. And a mechanism is really a tool and a system that has inner workings that creates maybe an automated process, maybe partially automated, partially manual process, but it's rinse and repeat for you to be able to day in and day out close sales when they need to happen right? So this could be through manual conversations, a sales team, automated systems. It depends completely on the offer, the audience, the price point, the goals that you have on so many things, but it can be rinse and repeated. And this is what I think I spent a lot of time perfecting in one area and then learning how to do others later on. And it it is turned into one of the most valuable assets of the business because if you are giving all of your energy getting on, let's say sales calls, discovery calls that end up being 90 minute suggestion and strategy calls for free, sending long proposals that you spent two hours creating and then sending them off. Let me just tell you, oh my gosh, did I used to spend like three hours on a proposal? Like if you are doing any of those things, it is hurting you because it's taking away time spend in the business from something else that could be more profitable. And you might say, but Crystal, this is literally a sales conversation. This is the most important thing I should be doing. No, actually the most important thing that you should be doing is having a sales process in place that closes that lead quickly and then allows you to either close more leads, right? Like how many could you close in that 90 minutes or allows you to take your energy and prioritize fulfillment and delivering a great service to your existing customer and client base or allows you to prioritize bringing in more right fit leads for something that you're you're working on offer wise. So I just want to kind of like shift this belief around that is where you should be spending the time no matter how long it takes because that's what I used to think and I thought well long sales calls might just be part of the the process until I realized no wait a second it's how I'm doing sales calls that's wrong. I need to change this. What can I learn? How can I improve this? So sales calls are just one of the the many options for you but that's an example to kind of give context for this but essentially when The other two pieces of your business are working. So pillar number one and pillar number two, this now becomes the most important functional piece, right? Everything leads to this moment. So you should be converting like at a minimum 80% on sales calls. If you are not, we got a problem, but it's a fixable problem. You know, we can easily shift that around, shift that number around. Um, And equally, your sales messaging should be doing a lot of the heavy lifting for you as well. It should be really dialed in and converting a lot depending on what sort of sales flow that you have. All right, and that leads me into, all three of these actually lead me into pillar number four. That is systems to scale. So first of all, let's talk about scaling versus growth. To scale is literally to multiply, to increase in capacity. So without you as the founder of your company doing more work, how can we have more happening within the business, i.e. serving more clients or customers without you needing to be 
responsible for every single manual piece of that, right? So scalability means you as a founder not necessarily needing to do more work to create more revenue. And in most cases, it results in you doing less of what you're doing right now. So less of the nitty gritty, less of the tedious pieces or less overall in general and allows you then to put things in place to help you get to your next big goal. So be more of that visionary, be more of that CEO leader, be more of that overseer and be as involved in nitty gritty pieces as you'd like. So for example, my team is in place. Um, We've got a small, lean, mighty team. And one of the great things about this is it means that I can still be involved with copywriting projects without doing everything from start to finish, without getting on voice of customer research calls, without being in the nitty gritty, you know, deep dive research phase, without being in, um, you know, certain levels of drafting. And I get to come in and support in different phases of the project and get to offer my custom strategy and insight to clients and come in and review and revise the work at whatever level I would like, right? So that's one of the biggest benefits I have found since I started the agency model. I could do a whole nother episode on that actually had so many questions about agency lately but regardless it's not just about building an agency but that's one example for you now going back to this idea of scale to scale means that we have to start looking at how we can replace you in daily systems and operations how can we help grow a lean productive team and then create lifetime value and retention systems to lessen the amount of marketing that you have to do from pillar two and then still increase your revenue for example right so what we want to do is start optimizing your working time and that might be in a model where you have a team that might be in a model where you are creating digital products or one-to-many offers so you can support people in a one-to-many capacity and really looking at internal structures in the business here. So the systems to scale is something that we are continuously coming back to as a team. And that's really why I touched on at the beginning that these are cyclical. This isn't necessarily a step-by-step, but more so the pillars, the framework that is holding up the foundation of your brand because you need every single one of these to have a functional, profitable business. So systems is equally as important, but something that many people forget about or many people put off because they're like, I'm not a systems person or I don't know how to do this or I don't know what platform to use. So we kind of just like freeze up. And that's when I say, if that is not your thing, that's okay. It is somebody else's, right? And we can have somebody come in and support you with that. So all that to say, learning that these four pillars were what I'd totally overcomplicated and misunderstood as I grew my business held me back in so many ways. And I can only imagine how much more growth I would have experienced if I had known this earlier and known like the actual blueprint to make each of them profitable and optimized and really just having the clarity to let me skip past so many mistakes. And as you know, I have been working so closely with my mastermind women over the past nine months and helping them to develop in each of these core areas, which allowed me to go deep on what it is that worked for me, what didn't work for me, what I could try and report back on for them, what really is necessary to create a thriving copywriting business unique to whatever it is that you wanna grow, right? And I mentioned at the start of this episode, really working away behind the scenes. It has been a big visionary last quarter for me as I have distilled my experience growing the brand and my learnings. And the result is just like, Perfect. I have been waiting to tell you this for so long, so it is time to announce that my mastermind, 
Freedom Found Collective is stepping into an entirely new era. This is all about creating an even more impactful container for copywriters to start scaling their brands. And it all came out of the incredible founders cohort that I have been obsessed with coaching over the last nine months. We have created an intimate, connected group and I'm not even kidding, last week we were talking about how often we all shower. That is how close, true story, okay? Because, and this initial round was to support these women in growing to their first six figures, and we have women in here now eating six-figure contracts with brands for breakfast, diversifying their revenue for freedom, burning down models that did not serve them, and launching new EDU platforms, running six-figure businesses on 20-hour work weeks, It has been just such an impactful last year. And as we moved through these areas of development together, I started thinking about ways that I could bring even more support into the program, ways that I could help create even more of an impact with them, ways that I could help set them up for success to grow to their first half a million to a million dollars in revenue, because that's what it's about, right? It's not enough to just say six figures right now, because we want you to take home way more than six figures. And we want you to be able to fund your lifestyle wholeheartedly with the impact that you want to create too. And that's when I went to Dale. You know Dale as my cute British man, Okay, you might have seen him like a sneak peek here and there on IG, but what you may or may not have picked up on over the last year is how involved he is in the business. He is not only responsible for so much of our marketing and revenue growth through funnel and marketing strategy, but he's also a licensed educator. We met as teachers together 11 years ago, which is wild to say. With nearly 20 years of curriculum development between both of us, he and I really just sat down and we spent the last four months curating and even more impactful, if that is possible, version of Freedom Found Collective. And I literally have never seen another mastermind backed by so much experience, not only in the field relevant to the program, but in the actual curriculum and instruction taken to develop it. It was just so much fun sitting down as two educators who have like 20 years of curriculum and instruction development to create not only the framework that I just shared with you, but the other elements going inside the program. And let me just tell you, I am not usually one to toot my own horn, but this new program is going to be a game changer for so many copywriters out there. That is right. While the founders cohort was open to copywriters and other service providers, we have curated a curriculum so specific to the copywriter journey that we knew it would be so much more powerful if we dialed it in even more for you. While there are so many new ways that we've adapted the program into a holistic container, too many things to go into properly now, there are a couple of key elements that contribute to this game changer status. So first is the proprietary certainty builder framework based on the four pieces necessary to create cycles of success each time our copywriters reach goals and are ready for the next one. So that's what I've gone over with you today in a very big bird's eye view perspective. These four pillars are everything because I have found that in everything that I've done and our clients have done that these four pillars of brand development are so vital to success and cyclical in the process of creating new milestones and reaching that meaning that you'll continue to come back and refine and optimize even 
and rebuild certain parts of them at different stages in your business. And I'm speaking from experience in doing this myself. Every time it gets better and better. And alongside that, we have multiple other avenues to holistically support copywriters. Too many details to get into today, but one of them I just have to share with you. I am so excited about this. This is probably the biggest change to the program. And it isn't just more curated curriculum and a structured, proven, repeatable framework, but an expansion of support. Because as I sat with these women over the last year and I shared and I taught and I coached them through some of the most exciting and also challenging times in their business, I kept asking myself, how can I add even more support? How can I make sure that we leave no stone unturned? How can we build on the experience that we've already created in this founder's cohort? And the answer is through your personal board of advisors. So instead of just one person with their specialties, AKA me, I thought, right? What if we had multiple specialists with proven track records here to support every woman inside the program? And that's how the FFC board of advisors was born. So this includes myself, obviously, as the founder of the Casey brand, I'll be working most closely with the women inside still on regular coaching calls and daily Q&A. Then we have Mariella De La Mora, leadership and business coach. And if you do not know Mariella, she is just a gift from heaven. Mariella is a mother. She's a daughter of Mexican immigrants, a former director of marketing, and an EQ certified life and leadership coach. Mariella helps six and seven and eight figure women no joke here, become powerhouse leaders by infusing reparenting and emotional intelligence coaching with business strategy. So she has done this for 15 years. She has helped multi-billion dollar companies and startups build profitable brands while growing and leading award-nominated marketing teams across the world. So Mariella is going to be working with our next cohort during leadership and mindset coaching calls, and this support is going to be huge. And then we have a third advisor coming into support, and that is Dale Darby. Now, if you have been paying attention, you have seen Dale working with me as a silent partner behind the scenes for the last couple of years. And I've had several, more than several, I've had many, many questions about, hey, what's Dale doing in the business? And I notice you're mentioning him sometimes, and you know, what is his role? Well, here's the first time I'm really talking about this publicly. Dale has been our funnel and marketing specialist. He is responsible for our profitable funnels, our six-figure launches, and so many business development strategies that he's deployed that have brought in more revenue, more clients to the business, and really is just such an integral part of the back-end sales and legion systems in the business. So he is, let me just say, somebody who knows his shit and is on top of a decade of experience as an educator. So he is really ready to pass on this knowledge to our FFC community. And the women inside are gonna get to work with Dale as an advisor during our marketing and legion calls. Now with the three of us together, we are really going to be able to provide like dream team level of support. This panel of advisors is about making sure that we have every single base covered because I have experience in a range of these areas, right? However, it is going to be way more impactful if we can have specialized support in them to ensure that we're backing like experience with every single area that we're able to teach and coach on for this cohort. So this is something I am just like, over the freaking moon about. I am so excited. And you are hearing about this first on the podcast because 
A, I just love sharing and connecting with you so much here. And B, I wanted to be able to explain in detail to you what these couple of facets look like. Now, I will say I regularly get asked about FFC via our application and in the DMs, and I have been getting asked about when enrollment for the next cohort is opening. So here is the reveal. Doors to the new Freedom Found Collective Mastermind will open on May 18th. And they will be open for a really limited amount of time because we have limited spots available in the program because we pride ourselves so much on being able to provide support in a container where you are not one of a million faces, right? You like, we know each other by name. I know your business. We are able to get to an intimate level together. So we've got a limited number of spots and we are going to close the cart after just one week. All right. That's it, which means if you are interested in applying and seeing if FFC might be what your copywriting business needs to scale up to that next level, you need to make sure to join my email list so you can hear about it first because this is a first come first serve basis. And based on last year alone, which we already have a lot more signups for the upcoming retreat, which I'll mention in just a moment, we have so much more interest, so many more applications have been coming in. And last year, we almost sold out within the first three days of opening doors. Okay, so the best way to hear about this is on the email list. And just to like give you a little bit more insight, and I, I'm not telling anybody else about this, but I will tell you to get an incredible early bird bonus, you can register for the six plus figure copywriter retreat that is happening on May 16th, 17th, and 18th. And there I'm going to share this bonus on day three of the retreat just to those who are live. So this is a room you definitely wanna be in if you're interested in just learning more about FFC or if you honestly just wanna learn more about the four-part framework and take my teachings and really just absorb them into thinking about how to grow your business, then come and learn. This is a free event. You are more than welcome to come and join in. It is going to be loads of fun, workshopping, live hot seat coaching, and just so impactful for you as you think about what to do over the next year and create change in your business. So what I want you to do is pause this episode right now and go to crystalchurch.com forward slash retreat to sign up. That is crystalchurch.com forward slash retreat. And I will see you there live where I'm going to go over every single day a different facet of this framework. I'm going to go in depth on it. I'm going to share resources with you. I'm going to answer your questions. And then on day three, you are going to get a chance to get this incredible early bird bonus. Like seriously, it is so good. I cannot wait to share it with you. So head on over to crystalchurch.com forward slash retreat and save your seat and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for being a loyal Freedom Found podcast listener. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would pass this on to a friend. This is how we can help support each other and get this message out to more women that might be waiting right now to hear a message just like this. So you can go and share this with your business best friend right now or head on over to leave us a five-star review. Your small gesture really does mean more than you know. Thank you so, so much. Love you lots. And I'll catch you next time.